Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And now, coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Pucko Podcast! Viger, we are very, very, very sorry. Welcome to the 216th episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my wonderful co-hosts, Mr. Maximus, and the fluffiest whimsicott. And we're here to bring you another exciting and Pucklicious episode of the Puckle Podcast. Puckle, of course, standing for the Pokemon Underground Champions League, if you were new to the podcast, which is a nonsensical name we came up, into, with, uh, came up with in 2007. That nonsensical name once got me, like semi-cool points with my boyfriend. So oh, really? Don't knock it. Yeah, um, we were <laughs> like, we were watching The Fast and the Furious. Okay. Which we had never seen for some reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, like the first one? Or like the yeah, 17th the first one? one. No, 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 the first one. <laughs> and uh, we got to the scene where the underground car racing thing was going on. And uh, he always mocks me because I play Pokemon. Yeah. And so he he told me, so are you like doing some underground Pokemon fighting too? And for, for, <laughs> no. we, we were wow. speaking Italian, but he actually used the underground word, word in English. Mm-hmm. He said literally underground. And so I was like, well, do you know what Puckle stands for? And I told him, and he was like, so wait, is it actually like an underground Pokemon fighting ring? And I was like, Kinda, sorta. That's yes. what it's supposed to be in your head. <laughs> yeah, that's supposed and to be the head cannon. I, I don't think he was that much more impressed, but maybe a tiny bit. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually really cool. I'm I'm very excited to hear that. Actually, <laughs> wow. Two, I just realized something. 2007. With the hitting of 2016, next year Puck will be 10 years old. Yeah. So so this is like our ninth year. So when we hit. At the end of 2016, uh, December 31st, 2016, that'll be our ninth anniversary. And then 
on December 31st, 2017. That's our 10-year anniversary. And so I actually told, I told Misty that in passing the other day. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, it's our 8-year anniversary, you know, on the 31st. She's like, oh, man, for the 10th, we should have a party. <laughs> I'm like, hmm. I'm like, yeah, I guess we could, like, throw a party and see if people are actually going to come. <laughs> but... Don't hold your breath for me. Yeah, exactly. Don't <laughs> unless unless like I have my own private plane in two years. You never know. <laughs> Maybe we become like incredibly successful and we can we can buy private jets and stuff, you know. We become this massive multi million dollar you... corporation. Wait, we... you still have money after buying the oil tanker? <laughs> <laughs> That's right, you can just get on the oil tanker once again. We'll of take you across course. the ocean. If you ever find it like last I heard, it was like lost in a desert. So, <laughs> the oil tanker joke just got beaten so to death. <laughs> just so and to here death. we are. <laughs> I did tell you once, I am a practitioner of the dark art of joke necromancy. So <laughs> you oh. have been warned. All right. So let's get into some Pokemon. So what have you guys been up to in Pokemon lately? Um, well, actually, a couple of days ago, I actually picked up Pokemon Super Mystery Dungeon. Oh, yeah. And so, yeah, I jumped on that train. It, I mean, did you listen to the last episode or not? Yes, I did. Okay, and that's just like, that's probably what got you into it, I assume. We're pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I've been going through that, and I'm a happy little mudkip, which I'm fine with, and I got my, my buddy Chimchar named Axel. Ooh. That's pretty cool, actually. I, have you enjoyed it so far? Yeah, it's pretty good, nice. It's a pretty fun game. I actually thought though, it was pretty cool. Though I'm mad that we can't, just, we don't evolve once, or at least get an option to evolve once we get to our specific levels. Though that that bothers me a, a bit. Yeah, it's evolution in mystery dungeon games have always been weird. It's just always been that way, and that it kind of sucks. I mean, I honestly, it honestly kind of sucks, but. Because they're not even going to acknowledge that. We might as well just get stronger on its own without, like, the levels might as well not even be in there. Because that's really the only thing keeping us from learning, like, keeping track of everything. Yeah, no, you're you're 100% correct. You're 100% correct. Evolution's just weird. You get to, you get, it operates pretty much the same way it's supposed to once you get to uh, the end game. Mm -hmm. But until you get to the end game, the evolution doesn't work the way you want it to. Which it, it it does, like you said, it sucks. Yeah, because I I'm, I'm tired of being a starter Pokemon and going against like Pokemon like Salamence and other other strong Pokemon, because uh, none of my other partners can really deal with it unless I get some like the big ones that we are quote unquote friends with like Charizard, Tyranitar. But that was the only reason that I was able to beat that. <laughs> no, it's really nice. You get some like very high level Pokemon at the beginning to kind of crutch on. Yeah. Um, anything else, Maximus? Oh, I finally I signed up for the UUTC, and I'm ready. <laughs> and I'm ready to fight. That's right. The UUTC should st- it starts on the 11th. The signups ended on the 9th, so unfortunately, you guys can't do it. There's also going to be a video up later today. Ooh. Well, not later today. By the time you listen to this, it will be up. Uh, there's going to be a video. I finally. It, it was my fault because, first of all, I purchased prizes late, and then second of all, the prizes were delivered late. So, combination mm-hmm. of two things. 
So the prizes didn't get here before. I can make a video before the signups. But if you're in the UTC, I've got the prizes, and I'm going to do a little video for it. And it should be up before the end of the end of the day, Sunday. So by the time you're listening to this, it's up on our YouTube channel. You can check it out. We actually got some really cool prizes this year. Uh, it's a little different than what we typically get for these tournaments, and I spent a little bit more than we typically have thanks to our Patreon backers. So thanks to them. It's it's very helpful to get things like that. Uh, <laughs> and it's uh, yeah, it's it's very cool, but. Yeah, that should be up late, late, later. Also, I've definitely been working on that team. My, I've been breeding like crazy trying to get that done. <laughs> I personally put on Eye of the Tiger, like <laughs> not not on an actual stereo, just in my head. And I bred, and I bred, and I bred, and then I trained, and I trained, and I trained, <laughs> and I actually got my UUTC team ready with twenty four hours to spare. Which I, is an I am not. I am not me. there at all. <laughs> I still have a few more left to go. Well, I can tell you that you are ready. <laughs> Shiny Soviet you is ready. Yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. <laughs> um. How about you? Have you been doing anything else, Whimsicott? Or just the breeding for the... No, this, this week, just the UUTC, really. I hadn't I had no time for anything else. That's fair. Uh, the UUTC, for new listeners who have just found us, is uh, one, our annual OU tournament that we do at the PucklePodcast.com website. So what we do is we hand out real-life prices, uh, which is really cool and fun, that there's actually like something on the line for people. And you don't even need to win to win anything, which is really cool, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, of course, if you win, it does you you automatically get something. But if you just participate like you're supposed to, you end up getting um, you get put in a random drawing to win some win a third optional prize that we have left over. So it's it's worth it just to play. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of fun. It's just, this year's a little bit smaller than last year, mostly because we didn't push it as much as we did last year due to a lot of life happening and stuff like that. This year, though, we do make we are going to make an effort to push all of our tournaments a little bit harder, and possibly even have prizes at least for like the first place winner for all of our tournaments this year. Mm. Which, well, it's not like the tournament is empty. Like no, uh, we no, do have I mean, a few I mean, people there's like up. I think there's like twenty six or twenty seven people. I mean, it's bigger than the first UUTC. This is the third UUTC that we've done, right? Uh, mm. The first one. This is definitely still bigger than the first one. And mm-hmm. the second one was bigger than this one. This one's a little bit smaller than the second one. I mean, it's not much smaller. <laughs> Granted, it's not much smaller. It's only a few people smaller. But it's uh, I'm, I'm very excited. I'm very very excited. <laughs> to get I going. am. Too. I I actually looked at the I looked at the rosters already because obviously I have access to them beforehand. Yeah. <laughs> not not that I like looked at them and then planned ahead. Mine were. I think I was about the eighth person to sign up because I didn't look until I was the next person to sign up. Well, I signed up two days ago, but I promise I didn't even know yeah. where the rosters were located <laughs> before that told me yesterday. So. Yeah. So yeah, don't worry. I don't look at the rosters. I always, I always purposely try to come up with my roster before everybody else does. This year I was a little bit slower, but I didn't look until mine was submitted, and I got it submitted, I believe, earlier last week. Uh, I was ahead of the. I was ahead of the curve. I was really. Uh, I didn't expect this much of a last minute input too. We had about ten or twelve people sign up within the last twenty four hours of the sign up period, which mm-hmm. was really really crazy. 
Like, if you have your roster, you can just put it up there and then breed later. Word of advice, do not think that, like, one day is enough to do a team. Because I mm, made that mistake true. last year, and I swear, I lost sleep trying to get this, everyone ready. This year, though, looking at the rosters, I feel like this is probably one of the most even ground UUTCs we've ever had. Really? Yeah. I, because I haven't... Like really analyze them. Well, but... typically, typically you'll find somebody who's using like all of the typical OU threats, right? OU I mean, the team, yeah. yeah pre- well, pretty much using OU the team at that time. And this year we're fortunate. I, I don't want to say fortunate, but <laughs> if we don't have that person, a lot of people are trying to bring their own invented innovative strategies. You're you're you have seen mine. Right? I don't know. I've seen a lot. I don't know if I attributed names to teams. I have. I am bringing some absolutely stupid stuff. Like I mean, it's that's half the fun part, you, though, right? Half of you, the team, and half like Whimsicott is going to lose so badly. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm kind of lazy. I only brought like two new Pokemon. I just used the same team I did <laughs> last year. Uh, I, have I, a lot I did of... that too, but my my last team had a couple of crazy things already. So <laughs> yeah. I have I have a lot of my team already bred, just because I think at this point we've been in the meta for two ish years, a little over two years, mm. and I ha- I mean I've built so many teams that I have a lot of stuff left over. So <laughs> I was lucky. I mean I did breed. Some, I'm breeding some new things, obviously, because we were talking about it last night, Whimsicott, and mm-hmm. uh, so we're we're. I'm I'm definitely bringing some new things because one of the things I try to do with the UUTC is play with some stuff I I haven't played with before. Mm. Because there are so many really cool megas. And I want to play yeah. with them all. Like I want to play with absolutely all of them. There are a couple of that I would really love to use. I tried to fit one of them on my team, but the fabulousness of Mega Emperors just didn't work with like <laughs> The parts of my team that I had to keep because yeah. I did not have time to breed ten entire new Pokemon. So. Yeah, no, I'm definitely running. I think I think if somebody looked at my roster, they can tell. But I'm definitely running. Uh, I'm running definitely Mega Lopunny, which was mm-hmm. something that I've seen I've seen played a lot recently. Oh, oh, you know you. I think you're either doing one or two sets. I'm thinking of right now. <laughs> I'm I, okay. So I've got really fun playing. Uh, showdown in the past three or four weeks of this U like U turn or like Volt turn cores with low punny in it. I've become oh really goodness. fond of that because of the fake out and everything. It gains oh. you so much momentum, so much. I'm so hoping we don't have to face off. <laughs> <laughs> but to be honest, I, 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 go ahead, Scott. No, I was just saying. I there. I don't think there's anyone. I'm looking forward to facing because when you bring the stuff I'm bringing, you just have to hope and pray. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think we, uh, I think we've talked enough about the UUTC and the fun that we're gonna have. Yeah, uh, it's obviously gonna leak into the conversation eventually again today. But uh, well, let's kick it over to the news without further ado. So cue the epic music. <laughs> Radio Tower. This just in. 
All right, and so on to the news. So in the news, there's still no Pokemon Z. We are still waiting for Pokemon Z. I'm going to say this every week until I get Pokemon Z. Uh, oh, man, <laughs> it's going to be even worse than the oil tanker then. <laughs> but there are some really cool things going on in the Pokemon world right now. First of all is the International Challenge is going to be taking place, which is an online competition for VGC 2016 rules. Very excited. So you can bring your legendaries and battle it out. I'm definitely joining in because I really, really need to get play points this year. Because Maximus informed me he wants to go to Nationals and play in the VGC. And if he's going, I'm going to do it too. Hmm. More representation for Puckle. Yeah, not even that. I just, if you're going to do it, I want, I want, like, the only thing that would hold me back is just the lack of solidarity. But the solidarity is there now. So essentially, you're not the only crazy person doing yeah, that. Yeah, I'm not the only crazy person yeah. in Puckle doing it. Well, I've the thing is, VGC professionally, so <laughs> I'm gonna probably get knocked out early. Oh, if I, well, if, if I if I even make it to the next round, I'll be glad. That's a bonus for me. I think there's I think there's two days or something like that. I think you go there on Friday, and they have a round of Swiss or something, and they go, yeah. "Oh man, you're not good enough to make it to day two. Yeah, but the Swiss rounds pretty much guarantee that you get at least a few games in. So. Yeah, you know, the only the only downside is I really want to play in the side tournaments that go on as well. Oh, oh yeah, those are fun. I actually have fun with those. I had I I'm still not sure, but I'm gonna get the play points so I can make sure that I can play in the VGC as well. And well, if if you end up actually like not doing that well, you you're probably only going to play with. In the first day in the official competition, and yeah, I you have so. like I want to make sure that it's actually the way that I think it is, but uh, <laughs> I hope it's I hope it's the way that I think because I'd love to get knocked out the first day. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, from what I hear, nationals and worlds are really cutthroat, and you oh, need yeah. like and that's... an amazing record to do that, and some luck. Mm-hmm. So... No, it was it's like. <laughs> You have to be really good at VGC to do it. Yeah. And I I am very, very scared, right? <laughs> I mean, I see these people, like, Aaron Zhang, just, like, a couple of days ago, mm-hmm. He, I saw that he tweeted that he had, like, the season started, like, what, a month ago, mm-hmm. maybe? And he, he already has, like, enough play points to get, like, invited to words. Oh, that's championship points. That's different. Yeah, I mean, these people are, like, hard at work already. Mm -hmm. No, the champion, to get to worlds, it's like, it's very cutthroat, right? Yeah. I I mean, Pokemon's not that for me. And uh, sadly, that means I'm never probably going to make a run for worlds, obviously. I mean, I don't plan on it. I just don't, I, mean, I can't stand, I can't, I'll, I'll hesitate too much. I'm too scared of the, too scared of the competition. It's not <laughs> just the competition, it's just, it's a huge commitment of time. Mm-hmm. Pokemon's fun for me, I'd rather not ruin that, right? Exactly, I oh, mean. Oh wow, they actually started the video game on Thursday last year. Eh, that's not happening. If, <laughs> oh wait, no, think, never mind, never mind, they didn't. They started it on a Friday. I apologize, I was wrong. I don't think... It's about it not being fun. I think you have to like completely dedicate mm-hmm. all of the time you have to play to playing that tier. Yeah, just so. a video game. And I, I mean, I can't give up Little Cup. Look at me. 
I mean, I know, that's what I meant. (laughs) But anyway, back to the International Challenge. The International Challenge's registration period goes from the 21st of January to the 28th and will begin on January 29th and uh, goes from the 29th to the 31st and allows 15 battles per day. Pretty pretty standard international competition. VGC 2016 rules have at it if you feel like you're because they're gonna it's gonna be pretty cutthroat if you get to the top if you get ranked higher in that competition. It's gonna be pretty rough. I've actually been dabbling in some VGC 2016 recently and it's been kind of fun. Um, a lot of legendaries don't pack super effective moves for Shenenja. <laughs> so I've been I've been very gimmicky. I've gotten a lot of forfeits because. I will, uh, I'll eliminate the Sheninja threats, and whoever I'm playing won't be thinking about Sheninja at all. <laughs> and I'll eliminate the Sheninja threats. It'll be, like, even if it's just one, sometimes it's just Groudon or something that might have Overheat or Fire Punch. Mm-hmm. And then they're running Xerneas and, like, a couple other people that just don't have anything that can hit Sheninja super effectively. <laughs> so pretty much Heat Wave is your worst enemy. Yeah, it, honestly, any kind of fire type move would be awful but you, what you do what you do is just like any other pokemon game right you have a win condition yes and the difference is shenenja is more of like it's more like playing a card game with shenenja right mm-hmm. where you can play this card and you're just like yeah i won there's nothing you can do to beat me at this point and well <laughs> that's going, that's the difference like going off from what you were saying last week Mm-hmm. Two weeks ago, I don't remember, but I think this idea of bringing Pokemon who can nullify other Pokemon's abilities mm-hmm. is going to get like relevant this year. Uh, uh, yeah, no, it's definitely it's definitely going to be relevant. The, I have learned in my VGC 20, 2016 playing that Cloud Nine does not work the way I thought it worked. Yeah, it doesn't get rid of the weather. It just it doesn't get rid of primal weather. Of it. it doesn't get yeah. It makes me really sad. Yeah, <laughs> it makes me it, really sad. I mean, it makes a bit more sense if you can keep your Cloud Nine Pokemon in, because mm-hmm. otherwise, all they have to do to reset the weather is switch out and then switch in again. Mm-hmm. If Cloud Nine works the way it does, as long as the Cloud Nine Pokemon is in play, you just can't use weather. So that's true. That makes sense. Okay, never mind. Maybe I'll keep using Golduck then. <laughs> Golduck works actually really well. I'm very mm. impressed with it. Even even if it didn't have Cloud Nine, I found out that it it has a pretty high chance of Okoing, uh, or even at least a chance of Okoing a Rayquaza. So that's pretty cool. Ice Beam for the win. Other news: They're going to reveal a new Pokken Fighter for us in the by the fifteenth, so this Friday. So that means Koro Koro is going to be ruined and only contain a Pokken, Pokken Fighter and not Pokemon <laughs> Z News. I, I'm, I'm laughing. You should laugh. We I'm so will sad. be waiting for Koro Koro to give us the, like, and forever. It has to come out this year. They haven't said any, they didn't say anything in 2015. No, anything. I know. I know. It's got to be this year. There's got to be a Pokemon Z this year. Zygarde I- is a thing. <laughs> I don't doubt that. I just they're gonna they're gonna make me sweat it out. It feels like we're gonna grow old or older in my <laughs> case until <laughs> it's like, been over a year since we've gotten a new Pokemon game. It's been even longer since we've gotten an announcement of a Pokemon game. 
And what I mean, what what makes the waiting for the announcement part so bittersweet is the fact that once I get the announcement, I still have to wait. <laughs> I think the worst part for me is that there is no surprise left. They've made it obvious that it's going to be Z, and yeah. they won't actually come out and tell us. So. Yeah, it's really it's really scary. Uh, but Pokemon Fighters, they they gave us another character just like they did with Sceptile. That's going to be the Pokemon's name. My favorite thing is I went and I like read it. Obviously, three people came up and like here are a list with all the Pokemon that have that char- Japanese character in its name, and it's like mm-hmm. half the Pokemon <laughs> in existence. And I'm just like, yeah, that I'll narrow it down from that. <laughs> I, I mean, uh, was it Viger who suggested um, that it's going to be Swampert? I feel like a lot of the community thinks it's going to be Swampert, actually. Because they, because... Think, they think it has to round out with Blaziken and Sceptile. And honestly, I hope that's not the case. I mean, I, I'm i hoping for Flygon, personally, but Metapod's it in that makes list. Sense I'd be down for be... Metapod. <laughs> I swear, if they do Metapod, I, like, it would be the best. Right? Ever. Isn't that it feels like such it's like that gimmicky character you get in uh in any fighting game. It's just uh-huh. super gimmicky and it's just like, yep, there's Metapod. He's gonna use Harden. <laughs> I I would hope so. I would hope so. But there's not much other news than that, honestly. Because it's just it's it's, it's slow news. It's slow news. <laughs> as of late, which is really sad, and I hope that Nintendo fixes this issue next month with Koro Koro and the 20th anniversary of Pokemon, and would like to tell me what Pokemon uh, is planning to do with its main main series because we've we've gotten a lot of games recently from Pokemon, a lot of announcement. You've got Pokemon Go, you've got Pokemon Fighters, you've got um, what else is there? Red and Blue coming out to Virtual Console. You have. Just all these games, Picross, Shuffle, all these things since Oraz was released, and then just not mm-hmm. a main series title. And I feel, I feel like if they're gonna make so many bad spin-off Pokemon games, or just make so many games with a Pokemon coat of paint, as a true fan, I'm getting a little insulted. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I do. That there's not a main series yep. title, but maybe it'll change here in the next couple days, or the next month or two. I hope that so. That sounds more plausible. I hope so. But that's it for the news this week. So we will kick it off to the commercial break. Or not the commercial break. We're going to we're gonna play a small tidbit for you, our call to action, and then we'll be right back at you guys with the topic. Hey, it's Thatch. You want to keep puckling all week long while waiting for a new episode? There are a few things you can do. First, you can always check out PucklePodcast.com and chat with others and post on our forums. To keep up to date with Puckle, you can follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, subscribe to our subreddit, and even follow us on Tumblr. You can especially interact with us by sending us an email to the show. The mailbag consists of about 20% of every episode, and we love hearing from you guys. You can also help us grow by reviewing us on iTunes. And if you have some extra cash, you can buy a Puckle shirt from our Etsy store, or even donate to our Patreon to earn cool rewards and help make the podcast better for everyone. So, without anything further ado, I hope to see you guys very soon. And on to the topic today. Our topic today is Nuzlocks, which you should have seen from the top title. We've done this topic before, but it was, um, let me count, probably about, oof. It, it was, was before it, X and Y came out. It was it before was like X and Y came out. It was, it was definitely. 108, 109? It was probably about three years ago, almost. 
Yeah. And so we're going to revisit it because uh, I know what was talked about was just the very vanilla Nuzlocke. And we can definitely talk a little bit more about that now, especially in my experience of playing and seeing more Nuzlocke's. So, first of all, what a Nuzlocke is. A Nuzlocke is, well, it stands, the name is silly, but it's called a Nuzlocke because what you're going to do is you're going to go play Pokemon. You're only going to catch the first Pokemon on each route. And if a Pokemon faints, it's considered dead and you can't continue using it through your playthrough. That's that's the gist of it. And third optional rule, you could you nickname you have to nickname all of your Pokemon. You actually didn't get like the etymology of of the name Nuzlocke, it, which I, is I didn't get really to it. absurd. It is really absurd. Uh, it's because if you go to Nuzlocke.com, there this is where Nuzlocke came from, right? It's from this guy who did a comic series where he came up with these rules and was playing through these rules, and he's doing a comic about it. And he has a seed. He catches a seed dot in Ruby version, and it eventually evolves into a Nuzleaf. And he keeps drawing it like John Locke from Lost, because he dies. Because he dies, yeah. And so <laughs> he calls it. And he's giving him like wise nonsensical advice, very cryptic, <laughs> like yeah. John Locke did at one point in Lost. Mm-hmm. It's very silly. <laughs> it's so. Funny. It's very silly. He's actually started. He went off the radar for a little while. I'm not sure. I haven't checked recently, but he did say he was gonna. Fin- he has a couple other comics on his website, and then he was gonna finish those up. He had a couple finales written up for both of them, and he was gonna draw them up. And so he recently came up with the idea. And then he's gonna start back on hard mode, which is Nuzlocke, the Nuzlocke comic. Mm. So uh, hopefully, I haven't checked recently. I hope he is doing Nuzlocke, the I Nuzlocke comic. I think again. I heard. That he did. Good. But I'm, I'm not sure if I heard that he was going to or that he actually did. So I knew he was going to. So I hope he did because this, the narrative just was never finished. Mm-mm. Which is really, really sad. There's, uh, there's a lot of things that happened that just were never answered. And I don't like the loose, the loose ends on the plot. I don't think I even read the latest ones because I knew they were incomplete, and I don't <laughs> like reading incomplete stuff. Yeah, I mean the mm-hmm. whole story—the story actually like just keeps carrying on, and is very incomplete in that there there are some plot points where it's incomplete. I mean, if you read if you read his whole Ruby section, I guess that is its own story. I think the Ruby and the what was it, Leaf Green one? No, no, the Fire Red one actually. Fire Red one. It, it actually right. leads into the White Version Nuzlocke series, mm-hmm. and so there's some loose ends at the end of the Fire Red that were just never answered in the. Oh, in the white. that's what you meant. Yeah, I don't want to spoil it because it's actually a good read if you have like time to waste. <laughs> <laughs> time to waste, but from that, there's actually sprung a number of different types of Nuzlocks. In the fan community, um, I'm gonna list off the ones I can think of, and then you guys can tell me <laughs> right. that I've, you're gonna fill in the gaps because I know there are. Uh, Wonderlocks are the one of the most popular ones right now, where you catch five or six Pokemon and you wonder trade them all away, and then that's your team to go through the Ooh. game with, right? That's how those work. Uh, there are two variants of a Wonderlock, actually. Okay. That the first one is the one you mentioned, mm-hmm. and the second one is simply. You catch the first Pokemon you meet on each route, and then you wonder trade that Pokemon off. Okay, that makes sense. So if you don't catch a Pokemon, you don't get the wonder trade it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's very interesting. Um, other than that, oh, gosh, I, I think that's the extent of my Nuzlocke knowledge at off the top of my head. Oh. <laughs> Maximus, go ahead. Yeah, do you know other types, Maximus? 
Um, yes, there's also the egg lock. Oh, I, yes. I tried doing, but the Pokemon I got didn't really stand. Well, how do you do an egg to... lock? Tell everybody how you do an egg lock. Um, it's actually a nice feature. I guess it's possible to do it in the past if people give you egg, random eggs and then you can just start off the journey with the Pokemon. Mm-hmm. But it's a lot since now that you can trade eggs over through like Wi-Fi with other people. Mm-hmm. You can get a random team full of eggs and then you get to hatch them and bada bing bada boom, that's going to be your team. Yeah. It's kind of like winter trading, but they start off a lot smaller. Mm-hmm. And the, but the good thing about these Pokemon is if people are not like. Like, you know how people are trying to get rid of breed rejects? Yeah, yeah. You can get some pretty good Pokemon if they have the certain IVs mm-hmm. and a certain nature. Which is kind of easy, if not easier, but um, a little bit more tactical, I should say. That makes than sense. Than a Wonderlock. Yeah. Most definitely. Um, anything else? Are there, there are definitely other types of these. Oh, there are a million others. Oh, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> Keep Those going. Give, give, give a few more. Let's get, let's get a few more. There's uh, the Wedlock. The what? Which is okay. wedlock. Keep, yeah. Mm-hmm. You essentially have all of your Pokemon in pairs, and they usually need to be paired like one male Pokemon, one female oh, Pokemon, yes. and genderless Pokemon can't be paired together. Mm-hmm. But some people do like real world statistics one every uh, 10 Pokemon is gay or something like that. <laughs> and um, once you send out one Pokemon from that pair, you yeah. can only switch to its partner. Ooh. And yeah, it complicates things enormously. And if one half of the pair dies, you have to replace it with the next Pokemon you catch, which has to like meet the requirements. If your Pokemon mm. is male, the the one you catch has to be female and stuff like that. Then there's uh, um, the alphabet lock where you have to like use Pokemon in alphabetical order. Mm-hmm. There's the fair lock where you like make a list of all the pokemon you can catch in an area yeah and then you like select one randomly uh, this way you have like equal chances of catching a pokemon that has like a 1% encounter rate okay. and a pokemon that has like a 50% uh, mm-hmm. encounter rate oh then oh, there are so many others <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's let's just uh, cut it off there probably for right my now. favorite one <laughs> yeah my favorite one actually requires cooperation. Mm-hmm. It's the Soul Link, yes. which people might know because some famous YouTubers have done a series on them and mm-hmm. they're actually doing another chapter in that series. The Soul Link is really interesting. Uh, essentially, you play the same game or like say one of you plays red and one of you plays blue mm-hmm. and you have to pair each of your Pokemon to the Pokemon that the other person has caught on the same route, or your starter goes with his starter, and Mm -hmm. so on and so on. And unless the Pokemon are, like, given to you instead of caught, you have to follow these rules. You need to pair a male with a female, obviously Mm -hmm. in, um, like, in games that have genders. You need to pair Pokemon that are of different main types, so... Only the first type in a Pokemon's description counts. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you do it the hard way, the way Shady Penguin and the King Nappy do it, you can't repeat types over both of your parties. So you have 12 Pokemon out, and you can't have <laughs> two water types 
on your team or if you have a water type, your your companion cannot have a water type mm. on their team. And the Pokemon are forever linked de- together. Like if one Pokemon dies, its soul linked partner dies as well immediately. Wow, that sucks. And if one Pokemon is put in the PC, the other Pokemon is put in the PC as well. So there's a lot of bargaining going on. Like they usually randomize the games. So maybe someone has caught like a Dragonite mm-hmm. and it's paired with a Weedle. <laughs> but Ooh. you have to use the Weedle so that your partner can use the Dragonite. Yeah. It's a lot of fun to watch. That's actually very interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, and we've all done what Nuzlocke. I mean, for a while you were saying that you're doing a Wonderlock, right, Whimsicott? I did so many Wonderlocks and I never finished them. Uh, <laughs> the most careful listeners may have figured out that Whimsicott often starts game and then doesn't finish them. <laughs> um, I usually only finish, like, the main game that I like mm-hmm. the one that I do all of my breeding on it. And then I start Nuzlocke and Wonderlocks and so on and so on. And I never finish them. I had an interesting Wonderlock in X once because it was X and I got a Rhyhorn as my starter, which was very appropriate because, you know, your mother is a Rhyhorn racer. Mm-hmm. And then another, like, funny thing that happened in a Nuzlocke once, it was a Pokemon X Nuzlocke, I think. Yeah. I walked into Santaloon Forest, and my first encounter was actually a Pikachu, hmm. which was pretty lucky, I guess. I caught this Pikachu. It was a female Pikachu. Mm-hmm. I think I named her Flan, because the coloring reminds me of the dessert. <laughs> nice. and, uh, yeah, I named most of my Pikachu Flan. And everyone in the forest kept saying, Oh man, Pikachu are so rare. I can't believe I was so lucky that I met a Pikachu. I am awesome because I have a Pikachu. You can't have a Pikachu because you suck. And (laughs) I actually met like a billion Pikachu in the forest. And I was like, how is this happening? What is going on? Am I like the luckiest person ever? And then I realized Pikachu has static. (laughs) <laughs> and it was at the top of my party because I was training her. That's so, silly, yeah. Yeah, but the <laughs> best part is that I met like 16 other Pikachu in mm-hmm. that forest, and they were all male. I had caught the hottest Pikachu in the forest, <laughs> and all the boys wanted her. <laughs> <laughs> I was so amused when I realized that. That's very funny. <laughs> I was like... Sitting there alone, playing my game, laughing. <laughs> yeah, no, Pikachu is only got a 6% encounter rate there, which is, uh, I mean, it's still higher than, because Santa Loon Forest, for those of people who don't know, is actually the exact same map layout as Viridian Forest. Mm-mm. And uh, it actually has very similar, like, catch encounters and stuff like that. But you do have the addition of Fletchling instead of Pidgey. You have Panpour, Panseer, and Pansage all available there, as yeah. well as Scatterbug. And Pikachu's catch rate in Viridian Forest, I believe, was 5%. And in Santa Loon Forest, it's 6 So that's something, I guess. But... Such an improvement. Yeah, I, I'm re- I thought it was very interesting that the uh, layout was... Like, when I got to that forest, I think I've said this before in previous podcasts, but I was very excited to see that it was pretty much the exact same layout as Viridian Forest. 
Mm-mm-mm. It was like, this is a very good callback to the original games, because that's what they were trying to do. They were trying to hit on nostalgia real hard. Yeah, and they did it in a very subtle and <laughs> I thought that was like, I thought that was the perfect way, way to do it. I thought it was the perfect yeah. way to do it. Because they did that, and they also gave you a Canto starter as well, which mm-hmm. I, I just thought that was that was beautiful. That was the best way to do that. That was a bit on the nose, but it was good. Mm-hmm. It's funny, because I saw a YouTuber on, well, on YouTube... When he got on X and Y, he didn't even use the Kalos starter. He just took the, <laughs> the cancel starter and went through the game with it. <laughs> I mean, that may, I mean, I, I don't know. I think part of getting a new generation is just the fun of having the, the new starter, right? And Mm-mm. taking it through and just being like, watching that grow with you as you're learning, you know, because I, I, the first playthrough of a new generation to me is always, I need to sit down and play through this game. So one, I get the feel for six Pokemon in this generation. <laughs> <laughs> and two, so I can also learn the types of all of the new Pokemon in this generation. <laughs> and just kind of commit that to memory. <clears throat> and sometimes you don't. <clears throat> okay, it, it is, I've, I think I've messed up like two times out of 721. Mm. <laughs> and when it got fairy type, I knew what it was, okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought they had dumped the flying type. <laughs> Okay, I I could have swore Whimsicott was far, grass flying. I could have swore it was grass yep. flying. <laughs> I I must have come from another universe than you guys. I'm just saying. That just makes you cooler. It's okay. Yeah. No, I'm just from another universe, guys. And then mine like collided with this one, and it's why it's the Berenstein Bears here and not the Berenstain Bears. <laughs> one day I'm gonna find out what those are. Really? You don't know what those are? They, no. They it's a children's book, right? Evidently not for Italian children. And probably not for Italian children. <laughs> it's probably for uh, um, for American children. It's a, it's uh, or maybe maybe it was just like for children your age and not yeah, children my that, age. That could, it could just be a generational gap as well. But yeah, maybe. there's this book and it's written by uh, Jan and her husband, and their last name is Berenstain. Mm. And they named the bears after them. Obviously, they're the Berenstain Bears. And everybody swears up and down that it was the Berenstein Bears. And they're just like, well, it's because our universe collided with this other universe. Okay. And I'm just like, okay, that's fine. And that's what happened with Whimsicott being grass flying type for me and Ethan. And not for you. Ethan and I have known each other the longest. Therefore, we've come from a different universe. That fits. (laughs) Yep. Just saying. And then our universes collided. Our, our two realities collided, and, you know, it it just changed. <laughs> All right, back to Nuzlocke's, though. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that I have any stories, personally, about any, like, favorite Nuzlocke moments or anything. I mean, I've done a couple Nuzlocke's. I've done, I've Nuzlocke'd, um, I, I mean, obviously on our YouTube channel, I'm doing a Nuzlocke of Leaf Green still. That's currently on hiatus because life got hardcore in the way. <laughs> but and, see, that's a type we forgot, the joint lock. Yeah, the joint, I mean, that's one we came up with, kind of, I guess. I, I, I haven't actually seen anybody do that, where you pass the, pass it off in between, like, every half hour. Mm-mm. It's, uh, it's, I mean, it's pretty, it makes for a good game. It's really funny to watch, uh, people misspell nicknames and, <laughs> and come back and find half your stuff gone. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's when pretty... you put it like that, it doesn't sound like a lot of fun. I mean, it's interesting that way, at least. I mean, it keeps I mean, it interesting. I, ha- I have fun watching it. But... <laughs> oh, yeah, it's fun. I mean, it's all right. I, 
I'd much prefer like what I'm getting into. I I have meant to reply to some people in the uh, who have sent emails in. I really am trying to get into like YouTube battles and stuff. Obviously, so I mean, if you if you're hearing this now and you want to do YouTube battles with Thatch, you should email us, right? <laughs> I want to do YouTube battles with Thatch. Fit oh. me in the <laughs> schedule, like in the next few months. And like, yeah, I will. We can definitely do that because I'm probably just gonna I'm gonna try to get a bunch of people lined up and just do it all on like one Saturday morning or something. <laughs> you should do one with the council. Like, you go I should I should do some with you guys. I'm down for it. Um, I'll have hopefully my UUTC team done by then, and so I can use that to play with. I'll have some more Pokemon at my disposal to play with. Because <laughs> uh, I, I did one with Locke, actually, recently. And uh, Hexmaniac Locke is the guy who's been doing all of this really cool art for us lately. If, you don't, if you're not aware of who he is, he's been doing all this really cool art for us, and... He, uh, we, we were battling actually, and I messed up because I didn't, I, I'm still learning how to make everything work on my end. And so the sound didn't come through from the game at the same time and everything, but, uh, it's, it's all very, very close to being ready. <laughs> very, very close. But yeah, Nuzlocks. back to Nuzlocks. Uh, Maximus, do you have any like favorite Nuzlocke stories or anything? Well, I only have one, so I guess that's my favorite. Okay. <laughs> Anything was, interesting happen? Happen? Any emotional moments when somebody was torn from you? Um, oh, don't mention yes. that. Otherwise, yes. I'll have. A I story mean, that's the later. whole point of doing a Nuzlocke, right? Do you have these emotional moments? Yeah. Well, I'll start off for Whimsicott. I'll start off on a happy note. Okay. I. It was an emerald, not my original emerald. I got another copy of emerald because I didn't want to go over my copy, my all yeah. my hard work. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I started out with Torchic. Which is well, which is my favorite starter ever, because because Emerald's the game that really got me into Pokemon. I would mm-hmm. say, even though I started out with Silver, but I named it Scratch, and there's a joke with this later on. So let's go on. And at the end, my 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 team of six, it was my Blaziken Scratch, and I'm just gonna name my partner Grounder. It was a Sand Sand True that evolved into Sand Slash, and any fans of Sega or Sonic the Hedgehog would know <laughs> oh, those two names. <laughs> but, yeah, those two really watched out, watch out each other's bats. But when it came to water types, they said, nah. Nah, <laughs> just no. They just let my Violet Plume just take over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, oh, man. But, but my biggest loss... What I well, that's, it would say my biggest loss is when I lost my water fit. Is because there was a Pokemon that was about to sweep my entire team until it. So I kind of did so. It's kind of jerkish on my behalf, but to save the rest of my team, Wapafet used Destiny Bond. <laughs> oh no, no, that's that's like that's like the perfect sacrifice. Your Wapafet was the was the Jesus. Of your Pokemon Nuzlocke team, yeah, it was the one I got from the old lady. When it was a why not, and I evolved into. That's great. That's actually perfect. What was that? That's I. I mean, that seems like it, that should be in a Nuzlocke comic. Uh, just like, oh no, this guy's gonna sweep everybody, and Wobbuffet's like, like, I got this, guys. Like everybody on my team was weak, and I didn't have any um, healing items left, mm-hmm. and so Wobbuffet just jumped out in front of everybody, took a hit, used Destiny Bond, and didn't. The person to foolishly attack again and took him out. Mm-hmm. So, 
It's it's just like that one. It's just it 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 took a hit for everybody else, you know. You Maurice, that's that's actually like a beautiful Nuzlocke moment. That's beautiful. No, we have to go to sad. <laughs> Maurice the Wobbuffet will be missed. Oh man, that's so good. That's like that's that's like the quintessential Nuzlocke feelings right there. Yeah, I, <laughs> like no joke. It's not like it's it's not like when you get really upset because it's a crit, or you get two crits in a row on your Rattata at the beginning of the game, mm. <laughs> and it's it's instead like yeah no that had to happen like in, if there was a narrative that's very important to the narrative. Oh, yeah, man. the the only Nuzlocke I ever finished, I managed to finish because I built up a narrative in my head, <laughs> like. Um, I did it this summer when I was on vacation. Yeah. And I, I was so saddened by the thought of Pokemon dying that I was like growing this comic in my head. And the scene was something like this. I sent out my Nidoran male, Elvis, <laughs> against the rival. Yeah. On Nugget Bridge. And his Pidgeotto at that point, I think. Mm-hmm. His Pidgeotto killed my Nidoran male. And so my character falls to her knees, tears in her eyes, <laughs> and cradles the little Nidoran in her arms and says, Elvis, oh, you were too good for this world. And Elvis, like, wakes up, looks at her, and says, hey, I'm fine. I just passed out. And my character is like, shut up, you're dead. This is a look. Close your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and the entire thing was like scripted. Oh, that's like, pretty good. At one point, the rival was supposed to go to my character and be like, so when do I stop being a jerk? I'm kind of tired of this like thing. <laughs> I want to be the good guy, and my character would be like, no, you're the rival. You have to be a jerk. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, pretty much the entire thing was like that. But still, when my Hypno died because I was a fool and tried to catch Zapdos, I was still really, really, really sad. Yeah. Mm. Oh, man. That's, that's, That's the feels right there. Yeah. Um, I think we are going to wrap it up there then, and we are going to go to a commercial break, and then we will catch you guys on the flip-flop tonight on Audino MD. Please, Dr. Audino, this poor abandoned orphan Skidoo is so sick, and berries are doing nothing. Please, can you find out what's wrong with him? I'm sorry, but I cannot do heal pulse until I get my PP off. Will Dr. Audino MD be able to save the poor orphan Skidoo? Find out tonight at 7 p.m. on Audino MD. And welcome back. Our Pokemon of the episode this week is National Dex number 275, Shiftry, the Wicked Pokemon. It is the Emerald uh, Pokemon General, uh, Pokemon 
that Pokédex entry. Wow, I'm really tripping on this one today. <laughs> hey, says it is said to arrive on chilly, wintry winds. Featured from a long ago as a guardian of the forest, this Pokemon lives in deep forests where people do not venture. Ooh, yeah. Shiftry is, uh, we did this obviously because Nuzlocke, and he evolves from Nuzleaf. Shiftry is actually one of those Pokemon that's always sat in the back burner of my mind because he has the same typing as Cacturn, which is a significantly better Pokemon, uh, given that it actually has, like, good physical moves and stuff like that. It's, it's most, the difference between Shiftry and Cacturn is literally move pool. And mm. <laughs> Shiftry, Shiftry doesn't have the move pool that, uh, our friend Cacturn does, but it has very, like, its base stats are surprisingly higher than I thought they would be. A base 100 in attack, a base 80 speed. Uh, base 90 special attack is a good mixed attacker if you want it to be. I mean, uh, competitively, it's an NU right now in the tier. And uh, I don't want to pretend to be an expert or anything in NU right now. But you could uh, you could definitely run it. You could definitely optimize on the fact that it's a mixed mixed uh, attacker. And you could probably... You could probably, if you're... I'm not sure if the NU metagame brings you. I assume that there are... I'm not sure. Is Slurpuff still in NU? Probably not. Because, I don't think so. Because Slurpuff is like really good. Uh, Let uh, me check. I would I would worry about Slurpuff actually if it wasn't in you because Slurpuff I think is much better with Unburden and the Citrus Berry stuff and Belly Drum. Come on, Slurpuff can't be in you anymore. No, uh, Slurpuff is actually UU right now. I can believe that it used to be an NU actually. Fun fact. I remember because that. I was trying to play NU not too long ago. Well, maybe not. Maybe longer than I think ago. And I was playing with Slurpuff in there because Unburdened Slurpuff with Citrus Berry and Belly Drum is amazing. But yeah, we're I've, talking. I faced one and yeah, <laughs> we we are talking Shiftry today. Shiftry, uh, Dark Grass type, really sucks for him because it gives him a double weakness to Bug, which is absolutely awful for him. Because especially in o- if you were to play Shiftry in OU, you would have a bad time because U turn is everywhere. Yeah. Land, you see a Lando T, it's going to U-turn. You see a Scissor, it's going to U-turn. You see, I mean, it's a very good move for, like, gaining momentum, and bug types are just... Bug typing is not a type of move that you would not see in Pokemon. Yeah, uh, I mean, it might be if U-turn wasn't a thing, but U-turn <laughs> is, in fact, everywhere. No, it, 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 it is everywhere. And that that is that is definitely to the detriment of our friend Shiftry here. Not to mention, on top of the bug weakness, he has six more weaknesses. Uh, because dark typing and grass typing do not overlap very much, except for mm-hmm. bat, except for being in bad ways, being mixed yeah, in bad ways. Exactly. And it's it's just awful. But you know, it's Shiftry. He in NU, he's definitely got something to work. And I I actually really like looking at some of the sets that they predict for him. I actually am a really big fan of this mix set. I really like mixed sweepers just because you don't really know what they're going to do. And so mm. knockoff, honestly, you're going to want to give him knockoff. Uh, knockoff is arguably one of the best moves in the game. And he gets stabbed from it, so that's even better. So knockoff is a must. He gets leaf storm. Might as well, right? You can You can leaf storm. You could even, uh, you, Sucker Punch is there for priority because his 80, 80 base speed isn't really that fast. There are definitely faster Pokemon than you. Yeah. And then, uh, the last slot, I like, I like this moveset because you can, you can run Explosion on Shift Tree. Um, oh. <laughs> I'm a big fan. So when, in my first, like, ever few competitive Pokemon battles, 
I played a guy whose motto was, um, when things get bad, I explode. <laughs> oh, yeah. And three, <laughs> three of his Pokemon were running explosion or self-destruct. <laughs> it was, it was an absolutely nuts battle. It was, was, uh, wait for it, back in Gen 4. But <laughs> it was, uh, I've yeah, been really good. I haven't said that in a while. I haven't said that in a while. And we really need to finish that thing. <laughs> yeah. I, I haven't, I haven't said in a while. I'm getting better, you know? And, but it was, uh, he had like a Metagross and a Fortress and then something else, just run an explosion. So like when he was, when I was close to taking him out, boom, just gone. Take, take a massive chunk out of me, you know? Mm-mm-mm. Especially back then because the mechanics for explosion were actually a lot different. Uh, well, oh, yeah, not a lot it, different. It would have your, it would like have your opponent's defense at the same time. Yeah. And so you didn't have to worry about defense. Like it was instead of being like equivalent of a 250 ba- base power move, it was a 500 power base move. Crazy. It was insane. It was just insane. It was great. Uh, <laughs> used to run self destruct Snorlax myself. <laughs> the same reason. It's self destruct Snorlax. I think is still really good because he gets stabbed. But yeah, you obviously want to max out his attack, max out his speed. Um, I'm not sure what these natures are because I've never run a lonely or a naughty nature. And... Lonely uh, raises attack, lowers defense. Okay, I think that makes sense. Uh, because it's mixed attackers are always very weird. Um, yeah. And out of his three, out of his three abilities, only one of them is actually useful, and it's chlorophyll. I mean, I guess you could use early bird if you really don't want to have your opponent put you to sleep that often or something. But, but you're already immune to spore. You're immune to spore. You're immune to sleep powder. Sleep powder. Uh, yeah, I mean. Uh, the only issue you would have is maybe hypnosis, but not too many people run that. And then his other mm-hmm. ability is pickpocket, which I'm pretty sure is only good out of battle. Um, oh, no, never mind. It does. It steals an item from an attacker using a contact move. So that's, mm. that's somewhat useful, but I would much rather run chlorophyll. You could put him on the sun team, actually. Yeah. Which would be very, very fun. But, yeah, it's it's not that bad. I mean, if you play it, you definitely want to bring something that has a bug resist and an ice resist and a fire resist and a flying resist. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so a rock type would actually be very, very good for that. If you would bring a rock type with you of some sort. I'm not sure what's in NU right now. I am an awful person because I don't know NU at the moment. I wish I knew NU. So let's see. <laughs> um... A lot of Megas are banned from NU. Uh, let's see, let's see. A rock type in NU that would be really good to run. I imagine there has to be at least one good rock type in NU, right? Regirock I... is NU. Boom. Oh. On top of that, Rhydon is as well. So that would be something to think about. I'm really surprised uh, Regirock is all the way down in NU. Regirock is actually pretty good. It's I probably all that one. fighting type just running around, you know? Probably. <laughs> probably is. Um, you guys want to go into trivia while I dig up a TCG card? Sure. Shiftry uh, sure. has actually really interesting trivia. He is essentially Naruto. <laughs> <laughs> what I mean by that is that Shiftry uh, is mainly based on the Tengu, mm-hmm. which is like a mythical Japanese spirit creature. Uh, and the reason I say he's Naruto is that uh, they are known for wielding a magical fan called the <laughs> Hauchiwa, uh, which you may recognize as the something similar to the origin of Sasuke Uchiha's name. 
Mm-hmm. They are both types of fans. Mm-hmm. And these fans are known to have the power to steer great winds. And the fact that Shiftry are known to live in and protect ancient forests and trees hints that they are likely based on Konoha Tengu, which you may recognize as essentially being the name of Naruto's village. Because uh, <laughs> it just means, it literally just means the Tengu of the leaf. So, <laughs> but yeah, Shiftry is like a weird cross between like Jiraiya and Sasuke. That's silly. <laughs> yeah. I guess there isn't much for trivia. Um, but I mean, you have this in one version mm-hmm. and you have shiny dancing Ludicolo in the other one. Which one are you going to pick? <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Uh, so there is, there are a few Shiftry cards that are in play, but my favorite right now is, uh, is the one that's coming out in the next set in the US. I'm not sure what the set's name is in the English set. But it is already out in Japan. It came out in the Rage of the Broken Heavens set, which is a much, much cooler name than whatever we're going to get, something break uh, Yeah. over here. And But it is uh, obviously a stage two card. It is a dark type card as opposed to a grass type card like the other two that are currently in rotation. But for uh, one darkness energy and one colorless energy, you can do blow up where you flip three coins and you discard the number of cards from your opponent's hand equal to the number of heads. That's that's something. It's not a great move, but what I really like about this card is actually uh, it, it's almost worth being a stage two card, which is something that a lot of stage two cards really, really need. <laughs> but it has, it, no, it does Tengu Return for one darkness energy and two colorless. So it doesn't actually take that much to set up. It's one darkness energy and then you know a double colorless you can throw on, right? It does 60 damage, but the effect of the the effect of the move says you get to put a trainer card from your discard pile into your hand, which could be very useful for just recycling the same trainer card over and over and over again. Hmm. I can I can see that being useful to some extent. Uh, the next thing would be finding something to make to like help capitalize on that some some kind of trainer card that you would want to use over and over and over and over again, which I think can't not exist, right? <laughs> I'm sure it does. I'm just not the person to ask about it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> uh, you'll have to wait later this week uh, on Thursday for uh, oh, yeah. the TCG podcast. New TCG podcast. TCG podcast is coming out this Thursday, so uh, nice. Thatch is going to be exhausted because Thatch is going to be doing three podcasts <laughs> in a row uh, in three days. So uh, it's a rough month. Rough month for Thatch. So... It's good, but it's going to be great for the listeners. Great for the listeners. I am grateful. <laughs> Same here. So we, I guess that's it for Shift Tree. We'll move on to the mailbag. But without further, uh, with, with, uh, without that, before we do that, let's thank all of our writers <laughs> like I always do. Um, we have, uh, we have Whimsicott and Snag doing opinion articles. We have Locke doing awesome interviews of council members. Scrawn doing these awesome, uh, I guess, uh, Pokemon mythology theory things. Um, we have Mickey Panda doing anime synopses. Sublime Manic writing up awesome, what are they, uh, VGC articles. Jushiro doing TCG articles. And am I missing anybody else? Basket's comic. Basket's comic. Basket also does a monthly comic where he puts things up, and it's actually really cool. So... Mm-hmm. 
I guess that's it. So without further ado, let's move on to the mailbag. It's mail time! It's time for the mailbag! Sending your emails! The mail's here! Check your inbox! It's time for the mailbag! And on to the mailbag. As always, our mailbag is brought to you by the energy drink, Green Tauros, the energy drink that gives you hooves. Hooves! <laughs> Gosh dang it. I'm sorry, Scron, Scron isn't here and someone had to do it. So, I don't know why that has to be done. <laughs> I don't know, but it's fun. <laughs> gives you hooves. As always, we will be giving out the Green Tauros badge to anybody we deem worthy enough to to grab it. Uh and without further ado, we will be going through everybody's mailbags, and every week we always ask you guys a question. We want to know, what do you think, uh, what do you, uh, what do you think of Super Mystery Dungeon so far? And we'll dig right in then. So, our first one is from Dylan Battle. Or, not Dylan Battle anymore. He, it's, his name is Brutal now. Hello, Puckalonians! It has been a long time since I've written a mailbag. Almost a year! I know it's unacceptable, but just like any bad habit, I'm back for more. Kidding, more like an unhealthy addiction. I've decided to change my username from Dylan Battle to Brutal, since I use It's Brutal in the internet life and Dylan Battle in the real life, so there's that. Anyways, I'm sure you're curious as to why I would abandon Puckle for such a long time. If not, oh well, you're probably going to read it anyway. Honestly, I've just been out of the Pokemon game until recently, because this year has been so busy for me and there have been dozens of major game releases for other consoles. I finished my business degree, ooh, congratulations, got engaged to be married this July, ah, that's cool, uh, got a promotion at my job, got an adorable puppy, and did I mention I'm getting married? Turns out planning Whoa. a wedding is a bit of a bit oof, but I'm stoked. Uh, that is a true statement. Planning a wedding <laughs> is, is a lot more work than it should be. You'd know. Yeah, I would know. No, we actually we actually did a lot of stuff for wedding this weekend, and it's just we're almost done. Thank God we're almost done. Uh, I just want to be done, have the day happen, and then go on vacation for a week. <laughs> <laughs> so here we go. In my Pokemon life, I have been working on a completing my living decks in the Pokemon Pokebank and adding to my shiny collection. I wonder trade an unhealthy amount, and I've been playing a lot of the older gen games, trading up to filling in any gaps. Any help would be appreciated. I'm not super upset I traded my Meloetta for a shiny Eevee a couple of years ago, so I'm looking for a Meloetta. Oh, you're looking for a Meloetta. Let's see what's in my drawer right here. Uh, oh, do I, yeah. Do I, do I have that one? Uh, I think you do. <laughs> I, I actually do have that one. Uh, <laughs> Maybe well, Dylan, not... my friend, there is a Miluetta somewhere in your future. In the very nearish future for Puckle, <laughs> there may be a there may be a Miluetta. So don't don't fret. I haven't battled competitively since the last UUTC, and I just mess around on Showdown and Battle Spot from time to time. Not so much Showdown recently, since my fiance deleted the cookies on the computer to avoid Christmas spoilers, and I didn't have any of my teams backed up except besides the Hail Room doubles team I posted on P the Puckle forums. Praise the Puckle. Mailbag. <laughs> Do I think Pokemon is an eSport? Oh, this is from last week's mailbag. Uh, I don't yeah, really care. 
All I know is watching and playing Pokemon is better than any real sport out there. I'd rather watch VGCs over the Super Bowl. Too bad the Pokemon community can't can't have the financial backing the NFL has. UUTC prize being 15 million would be nice, but I'm still participating anyway. Uh, we actually have some pretty cool prizes, so it's uh, it's gonna be kind of cool. Can't wait for the UUTC. Should I bring my Rattata? Anyways, it's nice to be back in the community. Hope all is well, Puckalonians. Love, Dylan, a.k.a. Brutal. Sent from Sinnoh. That's pretty good. Uh, Maximus, you get this next one from uh, Dennis the DDG Maniac. Gotcha. Hi, Thatch and Randomly Encounter hosts. It is I, Dennis the DDG Maniac, here with this week's mailbag. I challenge Thatch to a Pokemon battle. If you choose great leader of style of our battle, it'll be single six versus six, double six versus six, or VGC style. Can be, it can be OU if you want. I just want to help out with your YouTube battle content and I just want to fight with someone. I won't be able to participate in the UUTC, unfortunately. Let me respond real quickly. I meant to email you back, Dennis, and I will later with my availability this week. This week is actually really rough because um, I'm doing another recording for uh, Buckle, um, and I have to meet not with uh, I have to meet with the church for my wedding. I have to, uh, and then I also have to go to a cake testing for my wedding. So I should have some free time at some point this week. Though <laughs> I will send you an email with my availability. Uh, but go on, Maximus. <laughs> Sorry, I was. I noticed he attached something at the bottom of this. <laughs> chuckle a little bit. <laughs> oh my goodness! We'll, we'll get to this after the, the rest mm-hmm. of the email. But well, we can do it when you're available, Thatch. Let's say that Miss, Mo, Pokemon Mystery Dungeon always reminded me of Dragon Quest. I consider it more of a fun time consuming game than a game that requires my full intellectual attention. I was playing as a Froakie and my partner as a Turtwig. Also about the Pokemon Go team and gym stuff. I'm hyped for it, but I need to see some gameplay that shows a little about everything, especially the battle mechanics and if there's going to be breeding or not. Well, that's all for me. I'll fade in the shadows and relax on my next last few days before college starts again and wait for my battle with Thatch. If you guys don't know, we bear bears on Cartoon Network, but I found a picture of this cartoon slash Pokemon crossover that got me saying, that's so accurate and so cool. Spook you guys and girls next week. The best thing is I have uh, started putting together everything that we need to for a, uh, what's it that called? A gallery for the website. <laughs> so we can actually do this. Hopefully by next week, we can have the gallery going and we can put these pictures up when he ever, because he sends us a lot of pictures and I'm very thankful yeah, every for that. Time. Yeah. And I'm very, very thankful for that. <laughs> yeah. And for those who don't know what we're looking at, uh, we bear bears is a, one of the newest shows on cartoon network that stars a grizzly bear, a panda bear and a polar bear named Grizz, Pete, Panda, and Ice Bear. Mm-hmm. But instead of those three, they replaced it with three bear Pokemon. And for Grizz, we got Ursaring. For Ice Bear, we got Bear Tick. And for the and for Panda, we have Pangoro. 
it's just funny, especially when they're doing the tower with Grizz on, uh, with uh, Ursuline on top, Pangora in the middle, and Bear Tick in the, uh, at the bottom. <laughs> it's just funny. Mm-hmm. Awesome. All right. So, Whimsicott, you get this next one from Minor Mainetric. Yes, from Minor Mainetric. Dear Moo Cow and Co. And I just... Old jokes, high five. Man. Old jokes. That's really old. That's such an old joke. Like that's <laughs> yeah. that's legitimately a four year old joke. I think <laughs> at, least. Like, at least a four year old joke, if not yeah. older. And yeah, that's a name I have not heard in a long time. <laughs> or cool trainer Thatch, if you prefer. That's even older. That's even, that's like that's like a the eight year old episode name. one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wanted to thank you for all the hard work that you have put into the podcast over the last seven years. It's eight. Well, I... well maybe he doesn't appreciate the first year, so. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I have been listening to the podcast for the last four months when I have time at work. I listen to the new episodes as they come out, as well as old podcasts going way back to the beginning. We noticed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I must say that Puckle has come a long way. It is nice to listen to the new podcast as it, as it is mature, planned, and well-produced. It must be easier when you have a crew slash council that is helpful on a more regular basis, yeah? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that being said, Classic Paco appeals to the inner teenager in me, and I do miss the likes of GTG, Sarge, Six, and Sycamore most of all. It has been really neat to see how current Paco staples such as Closing Time, Flip Flop, commercials, and the Green Taurus badge have come to be. It has also inspired me to play 4th Gen, other than just Heart Gold and Soul Silver. <laughs> anyway, I know you enjoy having listeners from foreign countries, and I wanted to say that I am another one. Well, nearly one of them. Alaska is far away enough and isolated to be kinda its own country. At the very least, you can put a pin down for a listener here in the frozen north. Well, that's cool. On to the mailbag. I have yet to engage in any of the Mystery Dungeon games. That is all. Look! It's a bird! It's a plane! It's a pigeon! Some jokes never get old. My arm and Oh my gosh, there's so many like old <laughs> jokes. I think the newest joke in there was the Moo Cow. Pigeon. No, Moo no. Cow is probably newer. Pigeon was like episode 63 or 64. I oh, remember that. Oh man, wow. Moo um, Cow is definitely a little bit later than that. And that went on for like way too long. Oh yeah, <laughs> that went Sorry, on for, just not like like we were talking. We, remember when the uh, roast thatch thing happened for like eight weeks and it needed to die? Yeah. Um, the mukau <laughs> thing would probably went longer than that. I, I yeah, I, I mean it, it was at least ten episodes, but ten episodes was a much longer time back then. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. All right, so our next one is from Celebrandas. Hey, Puckle Crew, I'm back after a six-month hiatus from Pokemon. It's been a while since I last listened to the show, but I recently got Alpha Sapphire and a 2DS, so I can finally start playing the real games again instead of ROM hacks. This will be the first time in years that I've actually gone through the Hoenn region to the end, so I'm looking forward to it. I'm going through a couple of mailbag questions since I've missed a few episodes. First, the thing that I'm most excited for in 2016 are the eShop releases of Red, Blue, and Yellow. I grew up on those games, and the fact that trading is included is awesome. Next up is whether or not Pokemon can be considered an eSport. I say that it can go either way. Pokemon battles t- take a lot of skill, but the meta gets too restrictive. There's no variation in teams. 
if I can go back to fourth generation by gen, uh, back and forth generation by generation, as for the last question, I haven't played Super Mystery Dungeon yet. It's on my to-buy list, but I'm hesitant to buy it because of the bad experience with Blue Mystery Team back when it came out. Thanks for the awesome podcast, Celebrandas. Well, thank you for the thank you. <laughs> All right. Who's got this next one from... Oh, Bosephus. I think this is you, Maximus. Wow. Yeah. Yep, yep. From our very own Bosephus. <laughs> Hello, it's me. I was just wondering, after all these years, you like to meet to go over why I haven't played Super Mystery Dungeon yet. Huh? Oh, sorry, <laughs> just that years. I was like, what? <laughs> no. Oh. Fun fact of the day, I still haven't won the green hair is badge. But that oh, is I not. think it was <laughs> autocorrected. It probably said Toro's badge, but it corrected to hair is. <laughs> wow. I thought he'd make a joke on that. But okay. <laughs> well, I Another. think it has to be the green hair is badge because he won He's the green won the... Toro's badge like years and years yeah, he ago. Still, he has actually won the green Toro's badge. Yeah, I'm surprised if he hasn't. No, no, I'm sure he has. He, 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 like, he likes to mention that, that he wanted the very first time he wrote in. Mm hmm. So I'm right. pretty sure he has it. It was like between him and Scissor Kick, too, which is even better. <laughs> All right, keep going, Maximus. All right. Uh, da, 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 da. Another fun fact. Last time I mailed in, I asked you guys your favorite colors. You just ignored it. I, I did. Wait, I, I, do I, I have I a favorite color? My favorite color is officially the color that Thatch used for the Puckle T-shirts. They, that so is, if that's you want to find sapphire. out my favorite color, okay, my favorite color is sapphire. Uh, my, I, I think mine's close to that. I like, I like teal. I guess. I think. I, I said cyan last time, Ooh. but I was. Like I was confused about what cyan. Actually Cyan's like a lighter bluish. Yeah, green. it's more greenish. Yeah. What about so, you, Maximus? Yeah. Mine's a mixture of a little. Well, it's kind of like they're like orange and brown together. Ooh. Like little fall colors. Yeah, I like that. I like that. With a little bit of red. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next one. All, All right. Keep going with the email. That's what I meant. Ah. Super Hold mystery on. offended here. <laughs> Super mystery offended here. Anyway, transition time. For the holiday of your choice of last month, I received several Pokemon gifts, including two lanyards, one with Evolutions and one with just Eevee, Pokemon Adventure, Manga, Volume 12, and a Pokemon, and a Pikachu piggy bank. Huh. I've seen those. I've seen those too, yeah. Oh. My favorite though is my Pikachu bathrobe for my aunt and uncle. Ooh, I saw a Pokeball bathrobe. Yeah, they're at GameStop. At GameStop. Right? Yeah. I want to buy one so bad. And then Misty, every time I go in, is like, no, you can't get that. I'm like, but I wear it all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was a hood. It has a hood complete with face and ears and everything. My only qualm with it is the size is too small. Oh, that doesn't that beat all. Oh. For all those who know me, and for future trivia purposes, I am six foot two. The bathrobe barely makes it past my legs and it's a bit too revealing. Revealing. Even for me. Can you imagine a six 
foot two dude with a mustache walking around in a Pikachu bathroom that doesn't cover anything? No, I do not want to think of that. <laughs> well, I didn't want to picture that, but now I have. So thank you, Bo. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And now for Bo, I can, and it's mortifying. That's why I'm headed to the mail today to exchange for a larger size. I say mail mall today for a larger size. Peace. Love and Pikachu. Smell you later. Hashtag Bosa Fish. <laughs> Bosa Fish. <laughs> um, you get this next one, Lindsay Cott, from the Arkham Shift Tree. All right. Well, hey, hey, he's on topic. <laughs> First, I want to start off saying sorry to whoever has to read this. I'll try to keep it short. Why do I always end up reading all the emails claiming they are long? That happens and, more often than you realize, though. Like, I mean, a lot of people guys, think they're a lot longer than they actually are. Guys, go back and listen to my emails. Yours will look very short. No, the problem is, the problem is, nobody's ever seen the three thousand word email I've gotten that one time. I got one time. That <laughs> was kind of like nuts. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty insane. All right. Hi, Pucklecast. I just started listening this week to you kind folk at my job, a Steelix factory. So let me introduce myself. I'm Arkham Shiftry, a hardcore Pokemon trainer and also a fairly new Poketuber. I love Pokemon to the core and it seems like you guys do too, which makes me really happy. Anyway, yesterday and today I was on my Puckle grind and I have to say I love the show. Well, hearing the topic of Super Mystery Dungeon and how you guys said after the slow start it's worth it, so I kind of wanted to pick it back up. My current status is stuck in the cave right after you and your partner leave the town. And I like the story and the franchise of it. Minus Gaze to Infinity, which is poo-poo. <laughs> the stories have been very heartfelt. Even if it is aimed towards a younger audience, it still hits me. But here's what I think would be awesome. Pokemon has to know they have a much older audience, and how cool would it be to have an adult game or anime dealing with all the darker problems and things worse than fainting? I mean, come on, if you saw your favorite Pokemon die, it would be so much more emotional. Pokemon in Generation 5 and 6 talk about a war, so why not give us a big game 3000 years ago with a Game of Thrones vibe, which would be so cool! If not a game, I'm pretty sure a community role-playing game would be awesome, with different families, deaths, and an economy. I'm sorry, my rant was over, but just something I thought would be a perfect for that or a fanfiction. Anyway, thanks for reading my novella, and I'll catch you on the flip-flop. Okay, so, first of all, no, it is really short. It's okay. Yeah, just it's not that bad some, Just put a couple of paragraph breaks in the next mm-hmm. one, and you'll be mm-hmm. set. And if you want to, like, get some more mature taste of Pokemon, go read Basket's comic, Rose Thorn version, on the website. Yeah, I uh, guarantee yeah. you, you're going to like it. Yeah, I don't know so much about there being an adult Pokemon game, per se. I don't know that that will ever happen. The way that yeah, everybody wants not. it to. And, uh, I mean, it's somewhat unfortunate, but that's what the franchise is. And the franchise, I feel, I feel Pokemon as a franchise is a very fluid franchise. It tries to be a lot of different things and succeeds at almost all of them. Mm-hmm. Like, it tries to just be a role-playing game that people can play. And it's very classic in the fact that your character doesn't really say anything. Just like, mm. you know, in Legend of Zelda, your Link never says anything, right? And it really puts you into the shoes of that player. 
Um, I'll I'll take your word for it. <laughs> <laughs> and there's there's just a number of things, and then and then it's also a competitive game, and it's very successful at being a competitive game. We mm. we talk about it all the time as a competitive game, and Pokemon plays to a lot of different things, and it's it, it's mo- most most importantly a children's game. <laughs> mm. If we keep in mind not the competitive aspects but the RPG, so I don't know that that would happen that I would actually happen. It seems like the adult part of Pokemon is the competitive part, if you get what, I, what I'm mean, saying, you know? I guess, mm-hmm. yes. Uh, I I will refrain from mentioning some fanfic that I've so <laughs> on the internet that would be classified as adult. But, right? <laughs> There's a lot of those. There's a lot yeah. of those. Rule 34. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All Unfortunately... Right. So our next email is from Evie Light. Hello, Thatch, and whoever he, whoever else is on this week. I have never been a big fan of the Mystery Dungeon games. I have only played the first game and didn't bother picking up any of the subsequent releases. Both my brother and I got copies of Mystery, Super Mystery Dungeon for Christmas. My brother started playing it immediately, and I left mine unopened by my bed. However, my be- brother has been going on and on about how the story is really, really good, and I should give it a try. I was still hesitant to begin play- playing until I heard you guys last week. Also talk about how it had a decent story. So after a much deliberating, I finally opened my copy of Super Mystery Dungeon. I haven't gotten too far in the game. I'm barely on Chapter 5. I did like the opening scene with Rayquaza and Deoxys, and the scene with the Waylord. They got me intrigued, and I feel like I may be getting hooked. That's all I can say since I'm barely starting the game. I gotta say, though, that the chapters are kinda long. I kind of wish it would move along a little more quickly. On a separate note, I'm very excited because I got my Puckle shirt. And he actually sends us a picture of him uh, wearing his Puckle shirt. FYI, oh. if you guys want to contribute to Puckle, uh, you can buy a Puckle shirt at our Etsy store. Uh, there should be actually more merch coming. There's a couple things that we need to finish up, but uh, there's going to be a new shirt, hopefully by the end of this month, on the Puckle, shop, Puckle store. And there will also be a uh, a coaster set. <laughs> <laughs> Which is actually, I mean, if you want something to put your drinks on, it's kind of cool. They're actually really, really, like, they look nice, and they're kind of cool. And they've got some, like, puckle jokes and stuff on them, so. You'll you'll see them. You'll see them, hopefully, before the end of the month. And there'll be there's going to be a green Toro shirt on the store as well. And mm-hmm. our Patreon backers are actually going to be uh, able to, um, we started our Patreon, and at the $10 tier, $10 per month, af- after three months, you get, um... What I'm going to say, quote-unquote, is shiny Puckle merchandise. <laughs> that's and a good definition. I think I think that's what I'm going to say. Um, it's shiny in that it's going to be on a different color short shirt and probably different ink and green Tauros and stuff like that. So keep a watch out for that. I mean, if you're a Patreon backer and you want a gre- the regular green Tauro shirt as well, you can feel free to do that as well. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, keep a watch out for those guys. I'm really excited because I want to own a green tour shirt as well. All right. Thanks a lot for that, Evie Light. Uh, our next one is from Ten Little Men. You got this one, Maximus. Uh, Roger. Happy belated New Year's, Puckle Crew. Ten Little Men here writing in to answer the mailbag question. But first, I would like to quickly say that I am super excited for the upcoming movie podcast and all other Puckle goodness we have to look forward to this year. Also, it must be said that Pokemon is totally an e-sport. After all, if poker can be a sport, then literally anything can. 
getting on top of now with the Pokemon Mystery Dungeon series, I got a team. I got Pokemon Red Rescue team the day it came out as an early Christmas present. I can still remember starting up my first playthrough. I was a Pikachu with a Cyndaquil as a partner. It felt more, I felt more connected to the characters than Red Rescue team than any other Pokemon game. I've never played, I've played so far in, final, in the final lab. Oh, boy. Sorry, my, my word is just off. <laughs> it happens. Talking's really hard. Words are hard. Words are hard. That's true. I'm just highlight this. Okay. In the finale of the game, I had me bawling my eyes out. Always, lo- always loved the explorer at the time. Well, I didn't get quite emotionally attached to the characters as the characters themselves were actually more fleshed out and memorable. Wigglytuff is possibly the single greatest character in all of Pokemon. It might as well be Youngster Joey in the comparison. Gates to Infinity as well, but I have enjoyed Super Mystery Dungeon for what I've played it. Granted, I've only used, just finished the first tutorial. I actually am a bit disappointed how you recruit memories in Super, but that is only because the random drop rate of previous games helped fuel my overwhelming desire to excessively grind. I also hate my partner in this game so far. While Panchum is a standard bully, at least you allowed to hate him. I'm curious who his partner is. Yeah. Because <laughs> Panchum is an optional. Mm-hmm. Um... The game wants you to like your partner even though the entire duration of the three to five hour long tutorial they are the single most annoying self-entitled brat I have ever had the misfortune to have me deal with in a game. The capture mechanic, capture mechanics. The capture mechanics for like getting new partners. Oh. The testable characters, dealing and Esper not included. Actually like them. And somewhat overblown tutorial makes Super Mystery Dungeon the third best in the series, in my opinion. While normally being third out of four sounds bad, I enjoyed most of the new additions to that game, including beautiful visuals. So it's not, Super is not bad, it's just I prefer the originals. All in all, about 7.8 over 10. Too much tutorial. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. I agree. The fine. tutorial is super long. How many chapters is the tutorial? I do not know how many chapters it is. I just know it's like a three to five hour tutorial. Oh. oh well, you're kind of... Sorry. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Well, with my master review out of the way, it's time for me to hit the hay. So I'll just flip, flop away. Have a good day. Ten little men. Awesome. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, you get this one from R Sigma, Whimsicott. Sure. Yo, Bacalonians! R Sigma, back again. Sorry I didn't have time to enter the UUTC this year, but I was busy working on a VGC team for a premiere challenge that was held this weekend. Sadly, Groudon, Palkia, Hoho, and Raichu aren't quite UUTC material. <laughs> no, they are. Maybe aren't. Raichu. Raichu could. Well, Raichu is really only good in doubles, but alright. <laughs> also, I wasn't aware a jolly, volt tackle Raichu would be such a pain to obtain. I had to settle for a hasty one for the tournament. I think I may have spent more time getting this Raichu than Palkia and Hoho combined. 
stupid light bulb. <laughs> Good news is, I came in second in my first competition. Whoa! So I now have 20 championship points. Ooh, nice. I'm clapping. And I did it with a team with a Raichu and a Greninja. And a Groudon, Ho-Ho, and Salamis. But who cares, those guys. Um, blah, 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 blah. Greninja for Pokken, blah, 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 blah. Good luck to everyone competing in the UTC. Thank you. R-Sigma. P.S. If you're asking why Raichu, Voltaikul does terrible things to any Kyogre, and Fake Out, Encore, and Lightning Rod are always nice to have around. No, you're 100% right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Raichu's really interesting in doubles. Mm-hmm. Alright, so our last one is from Deroxys. You face Deroxys, the Erdor Lord. Erd- er- wait, I don't even know how to say that. Uh, Eridor Lord, who can't think of anything clever to shout out in their introductions this week. Oh well. Maybe part of why I'm having trouble coming up with anything is because the X, Y, and Z anime is consuming my brain. I'm obsessed with the show right now. The anime has never sucked me in as as wholly and entirely as it is in this series. Better animation aside, the fact that there's a real overarching plot besides just get eight badges is blowing my mind. It's like it's a real anime or something. <laughs> uh, the mystery of the Zygarde cores, Alan from the Mega Evolution special showing up as an enemy, and don't even get me started on how crazy Ash Greninja and the implications of that mode are for both Ash and Greninja. Let's just say Ash is in for a world of hurt. Okay, now that that's out of my system, mailbag question time. Super Mystery Dungeon is my first game in that series, and I can't get over how adorable it is. I'm get I'm really glad to hear that Froakie and Riolo are a good combo, because that's what I ended up with. I took a break from playing because of training for the UTC, but it's a lot of fun, and as far, uh, and so far as a first impression, I'm looking forward to the story. Longer email than usual. Blame the anime. Deroxys. <laughs> Alright, that's it for the mailbag this week. Uh, thank you to everybody who wrote it. Uh, it's great listening to you guys and hearing from you all. I really, really appreciate it. Uh, next week, though, if you want to send an email into pucklepodcast at gmail.com, you can do so, and our mailbag question is going to be what is uh, uh, what is your favorite Nuzlocke experience or your favorite kind of Nuzlocke? You send that over, as I said, to PucklePodcast at gmail.com, and we will more than likely read it on the next show. As long as it's not, like, graphic or anything, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, like I say at the end of every show, if you want more Puckly goodness during the week other than the TCG podcast while you're waiting for next week's Puckle episode... You can check out uh, PucklePodcast.com. We've got lots of things going on. If you're in the UUTC, get ready, get hyped. It's going to be really exciting this year. And if you want to do, if you want more though, you can subscribe to us on YouTube or Puckle Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Puckle Podcast. You can like us on Facebook, Facebook.com/PucklePodcast. We also have a Tumblr, which is PucklePodcast.tumblr.com, and a subreddit r/Puckle if you want those as well. On top of that, if you want to help support us, which would be very, very appreciative. You can do so in like three different ways. One, you can show up and to the RNC store and buy a Puckle t-shirt. That would support us very well. We'd appreciate the purchase. Not to mention you get to wear around and show everybody your favorite podcast, right? Second, you can, you can follow us. Uh, you can become a patron on Patreon. We have some cool rewards there. You can check that out. Uh, Patreon.com slash Puckle podcast. Those actually really help us out, and we're actually really close to our second milestone, which actually results in a new podcast for everybody, right? An extra podcast every month, on top of the TCG and the movie podcast and the regular podcast. So, if you want that, uh, we're like, I think, $3 a month away from getting there. Ooh, really close. Yeah, we're really close. So, 
check that out if you want to. Um, also, thank you to everybody who's participated so far in the Patreon. Uh, it's very, I'm very appreciative. I didn't actually expect it to be this successful. <laughs> um, personally, I did not expect it to be this successful and it's really helping us out. It's going to help us out with sound quality. It's going to help us out with tournaments or prizes for tournaments. And it's going to help make the website better. It's just, it's going to do so many things that I've been wanting to do for years. So. Yeah. The only thing it's not going to fix is my accent. <laughs> no, in fact, it gets worse. <laughs> What? No, no, no I was, I was making a joke. I was making a joke. I know oh, you were. I was keeping up with your joke. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So, yeah, you know, if you could do that. And then the last way that you could help support us, which costs you absolutely zero money, is to go to iTunes and review us on iTunes. Uh, every iTunes review helps other people find us, helps us grow, and helps us become a better Pokemon community, which I think is the overarching goal that everybody on the podcast will agree with me, to make it more awesome so we can have more battles and more fun. Right? Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, think, so, I think that's the So, do you guys want to nominate anyone for the Green Taurus badge? Oh, shoot. I totally forgot about that. I actually want... I want the guy who called me Moo Cow. I want that. <laughs> like, Minor Manectric called you Moo Cow. Yeah. He resurrected the Pigeon joke, which I love. <laughs> uh, I'm all for him getting the Green Taurus badge. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm down with that, too. Minor Manectric, if you go to PuckoPodcast.com and you go to the badges section, you can submit for the Green Taurus badge. And you, we can do everything you want from there. <laughs> we'll give it to you if you <laughs> submit for it. Uh, but yeah, uh, the last way, as I was getting to it, review us on iTunes, uh, please do. My goal this year isn't a very lofty one, but I would like to see Puckle reach 250 iTunes reviews on iTunes this year. And so if you guys could help us out doing that in any way you can, that'd be great. Because we actually did a survey, right? Um, a Puckle survey. And one of the questions was, have you reviewed us on iTunes? And about, I'd say half the people that filled out the survey said no. What? <laughs> they said, they said no. And on top of that, you want to know what's even better? I put a link to our iTunes, our iTunes setup on it. <laughs> so all you had to do is just click it and then you could just review us on iTunes very quickly. Um, I am so disappointed in you listeners. <laughs> you can do so much better. It would be very, it would be very, very helpful if you would review us on iTunes. It helps more people find us, as I said, and I would, I would be eternally in your, uh, in your debt. We actually did get a new one from, I believe, Shiftry, Arkham Shiftry, but he sent an email, so I'm not going to read it today. Uh, thank you for that, though. Thank everybody, everybody, do thank, I, I thank you 100% for everything you do for Puckle, even if it's just coming in and like hanging out and sending us an email or talking to us or even just downloading the show. It's, uh, it makes it all worthwhile. It really does. Knowing that you know, I wake up, I I get a little obsessed with statistics some days, but and I get like some days like there'll be a hiccup in the system and it'll like decrease the number of things that we're supposed to see or something like that, and I'll I'll get a little upset and be like, but we're not growing. This is so sad. And Aww. but but no no, I always I always go back to myself and I think the Puckle community, the Puckle community is why I'm here. I don't I, I care about the people we have now, not about the people we're gonna get. And I really do appreciate everybody who listens to the show. So thank you for doing that. And, uh, yeah, I guess that's it this week. <laughs> yep. Email us at pucklepodcast at gmail.com with uh, your answer about Nuzlocks. So I guess I'm Trainer Thatch. I'm Mr. Maximus. And I'm the Flocky And here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's closing time.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.